Welcome to another episode of Norman's Medical Review Podcast. Today, I'll be continuing with the APCM topics, and today's topic is non-Hodgkin lymphomas. So, non-Hodgkin lymphomas are a group of malignant tumors derived from B-cell progenitors, T-cell progenitors, mature B-cells, mature T-cells, or very rarely from natural killer cells. Non-Hodgkin lymphoma is seen in patients of all ages, races, and socioeconomic status. So let's talk about the clinical presentation. Lymphomas can be very aggressive and can present acutely with a rapidly growing mass. Patients may present with constitutional symptoms of fever, night sweats, and weight loss. Examples of aggressive or highly aggressive non-Hodgkin lymphoma include, number one, diffuse large B-cell lymphoma, and incidentally, diffuse large B-cell lymphoma is the most common histologic subtype of non-Hodgkin lymphoma, accounting for approximately 30% of patients with non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Then you have Burkitt lymphoma. Next, you have precursor B and precursor T lymphoblastic leukemia or lymphoma. And lastly, you have adult T-cell leukemia or lymphoma. In indolent lymphomas, and indolent means that it is causing little or no pain. So indolent lymphomas that causes little or no pain are often insidious. Now it means that even though it's causing little or no pain immediately, it is they are insidious, which means that they are proceeding in a gradual, subtle way with harmful effects. So immediately there is no um, pain or um, thing that would make the patient be in discomfort or distress. But as they progress, they're described as insidious, meaning that they are proceeding in a gradual, subtle way with harmful effects in mind. And these can present with a slow-growing, waxing and waning lymphadenopathy over months or years. Examples of indolent non-Hodgkin lymphoma include follicular, follicular lymphoma, chronic lymphocytic lymphoma, or leukemia rather, and small lymphocytic lymphoma. Okay, the physical exam. In terms of the head and neck, there will be enlargement of the preauricular nodes or tonsillar asymmetry, and that may be seen on the patient, preauricular node or tonsillar asymmetry, and this may suggest the presence of nodal or extranodal involvement of the head and neck. Then in terms of the chest and lungs, the presence of lymphoma in the thoracic cavity may be suggested by superior vena cava syndrome, 
pleural or pericardial effusions or associated clinical findings such as shortness of breath or dyspnea, cough, hemoptysis, wheeze, stridor, tachypnea, hypotension, swelling of the face or neck, and peripheral edema. In terms of the abdomen and pelvis, involvement of retroperitoneal, mesenteric, and pelvic nodes is common in most histologic subtypes of non-Hodgkin lymphoma. While diffuse hepatosplenomegaly is common in the indolent lymphomas, synthetic liver function is usually intact, and that's important to remember. Extranodal sites. What are the extranodal sites? Which means it's, it's outside of the lymph nodes. Extranodal sites where less than one-third of patients have primary extranodal lymphoma at presentation. Symptoms due to extranodal disease are usually associated with aggressive non-Hodgkin lymphoma and are uncommon in the indolent lymphomas. The most common site of primary extranodal disease is the gastrointestinal tract. So let's talk about the imaging. Ultrasound and CT are commonly used to, as guide for a diagnostic biopsy. Um, positron emission tomography, which is PET, right? The shortening of positron emission tomography, PET. PET alone or combined with CT can be useful for identifying suspicious lymph nodes with lymphomas that are fluorodeoxyglucose um, at AVID. And fluorodeoxyglucose is the most common PET radio tracer. So it is a tracer that is used to identify um, to be, uh, identify um, these lymphomas. So let me read, um, let me say that again. So po um, positron um, emission tomography alone or PET alone or combined with CT can be useful for identifying suspicious lymph nodes with lymphomas that are fluorodeoxyglucose added. And as I said before, fluorodeoxyglucose, FDG, is the most common PET radio tracer. Let's talk about the types of biopsy. Lymph nodes can be evaluated by excisional or incisional biopsy, core needle biopsy, or fine needle aspiration. So there are four types. You have excisional biopsy, incisional biopsy, core needle biopsy, or fine needle aspiration, FNA. It is preferable to obtain adequate biopsy material so that both the diagnosis and classification of a lymphoma can be established with a single procedure. Now let's close on the treatment modalities. Chemoimmunotherapy is the way to go most times. And the drugs of choice are cyclophosphamide, doxorubicin, vincristine, and prednisone. Well, thanks for listening. This overview of non-Hodgkin lymphoma
continue to push yourself and remember your brain is a fertile field. Be careful what you plant in it. Good night. Thanks for listening to Norman's Medical Review. Follow us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, hit the plus button on the top. Stay tuned for the next episode. Remember to listen and study well. Take care.